Santa Claus. Please donate. Support our podcast and get a shout out on the next episode. www.paypal.me forward slash blackjack estate or hit us up on the cash app dollar sign PLK Jack estate. Won't you give? MJ fam, we are back. It is the seventh day of our 12 days of Christmas from the Black Jackson Estate. We have been rocking with y'all and we are so glad you have been rocking around the Christmas tree with us too. We've had so much fun talking about Michael Jackson and the little things here and there in his career that gave it an extra sparkle and an extra pop. And we are looking forward to today's conversation. User two, What's up? How you feeling? We are driving closer to Christmas. Do you do you still feel the anticipation of Christmas like you did when you were a kid? Or are you kind of over that and you're like, uh, I'm just relaxing. I'm just enjoying my holiday. I like plugging in my Christmas tree. I think I think I think you're right about that. Using 1.5. How are you? How are you feeling? You told everybody on the last episode, so we got to keep you honest. Are you? Is your Grinch heart growing? still or have you decided to harden it again what's happening with you yes well it was two sizes too small now it's just one so that is progress mj fam we want to know if you had any idea if there are any jazz fans who heard us reference the immortal pearl bailey and miss sarah vaughn clipping some of their christmas classics I was going to use Lena Horn, but Ooh, I, please. I went against Lena because my favorite Lena Horn thing for Christmas is the Gap commercial. And I just didn't know how to throw that in there. But she's got some good stuff. But that's my favorite when she did the Gap commercial. I'm so sad Janet did not get to do the Lena Horn. I know. We and Lena, but Lena Horn ah. ended up objecting, right? She ended up. Yeah, personally she objecting. was. It's a lot of layers to that. I think we should unpack it at some other time. Maybe we'll talk about it some other time. We'll bring some jam fam on and we can kind of talk about it. But yeah, Lena Horn uh, didn't make the cut this time. But I don't know, maybe she still might show up. But Pearl Bailey and Sarah Bond definitely did for all you jazz fans out there. We are moving into episode seven. We're really excited to talk about this topic because it is one that is actually pretty big. Uh, but we can kind of distill it down into something a lot smaller. And that is the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercials. We're really discussing the best and worst of the eras. And so user two is going to uh, give us some some leeway into this. But let me ask you guys this. Do you guys know that before they got the Pepsi deal, they actually went to Coca-Cola I know. to see if they some, would deal with them? Some Coke executive is was <laughs> fired. <laughs> You're fired. Was fired. And you know what's funny? Either way, he's not going to drink it because he didn't drink soda. (laughs) I thought what was crazy was Coke really considered the Jacksons and Michael and ended up taking uh, the no position. Well, they made an offer and it was super low. It was like a meal. So they really took the no position because they wanted to pitch and put the Jacksons into an ethnic campaign. So they really wanted to make it a black marketing campaign rather than a global one. At the end of the day, it sounds like the Jacksons made the right deal in going with Pepsi because global is their brand, was their brand. They wanted to really stretch out of this idea that they were just a black group. And by this time, the 80s, they really were more than just a black group i think they made the right move there coca-cola for the colors all right <laughs> not for the colors oh god 
So yeah, so Coca-Cola really missed their opportunity to get on the Jackson train. And yeah, somebody somebody stabbed themselves in the foot after they realized how big it turned out to be for Pepsi. Because Pepsi took over in the 80s after they got that. And so talking about what the Jacksons were able to do, everybody who did a Pepsi commercial after the Jacksons has the Jacksons and Michael to thank for that. They did such a phenomenal job as endorsers of this brand that it opened the door for other music acts to get in on this. Pepsi was sponsoring tours. Pepsi was doing a lot. And we know from that came a set of commercials, many iconic, many, one very infamous commercial that we'll also talk about. And so we want to give you our take on the best and the worst of Michael Jackson and Pepsi. I have a question for the users. Other than Michael Jackson, Whose Pepsi commercial do you think is just as iconic? Ray or Charles. Iconic? Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Okay. You got yeah, the right yeah. one, baby. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Well, That's I think it. we all agree. I like Britney's commercials too, though. Y'all, y'all can find Beyonce me. had a set of Pepsi commercials too that were pretty good. Yep. And Shakira. Mm-hmm. And Pink. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Michael Jackson became how much how much how many times do you think Michael Jackson's name came up when they were trying to get these A-listers to sign on because no one duplicated the success of the campaigns they did with Michael and the Jacksons but if you're sitting in front of Shakira or Beyonce or Britney Spears what, what's the, the first thing out of your mouth you don't almost don't have to say it because they already know it but you go you know we did that we did the commercials with Michael and and user two is bringing out the can that came out more recently when they re reintroduced Michael as a part of their brand branding um, and put him on a can. And you better go ahead and drink that soda. What does that Pepsi taste like now? That Pepsi will kill it you. probably tastes I'm like never gonna drink Aunt Jamami syrup. It is that will had, kill you. I've had this can of Michael Jackson's Pepsi since 2018. I won't be opening it. This is an example of a promotional material I as an executive would place in the hand of whichever artiste I was courting for the next Pepsi deal so um, if I'm going to Ray Charles I'm gonna give him what I'm sure was some other you can't see that (laughs) why are you handing him something like that you can't see it he you better describe it. it. He can feel it. De- but it's nothing, nothing to feel. It's, it's a can. can. It's, it's, it's a nice can. The only reason you need to My hand Ray Charles that can is for him to have a drink. The only reason you need to hand it for him is for him to, drink, to have a drink. I'll be honest. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could describe it to him. And I'm sure yeah. Ray Charles is like, oh, wow, I would love that for myself. So. Yeah, that it's. I mean, you definitely throw that name out. We have Michael. We were able to do this with Michael, and you can see it. Obviously, you almost don't have to sell it. It sells itself at the point of how big these commercials were back in the eighties. The CEO of Pepsi, his name was Roger Enrico, and a a big goal for them launching this partnership with the Jacksons was to target. Young people, that was the new generation ad campaign that they came up with where we saw all those, you're the Pepsi generation to the tune of Billie Jean. And they were really trying to distinguish themselves from Coke and say, we're for the young kids. We're for, we're, we're, we're part, we are the new generation. We are the thing. Coca-Cola is for your grandma and them, I guess. I still love a good Henny and Coke myself. But that's how they kind of position this thing. Um, famously, everybody knows Michael Jackson was not drinking this stuff. Users, who can sing the lyrics to the jingle? Who knows them? Don't look I at know. the notes neither. Who knows them? 
You're Pepsi. Hold on, wait a minute. No, it's not a chorus line. Okay, use it to hit it. Go. You're <laughs> I might be slightly wrong. User 1. I'm, I'm, 5. I feel like you're cheating over there. Are you looking up the lyrics? Don't so cheat. listen. We can, can see you in your glasses me? that you're trying to cheat. We can see it in your glasses. <laughs> we can see it in your glasses. Can Leave you, it alone. Just Leave confirm, it alone. Confirm. Why did God give me three screens if I can't use them? What a cheater! Wow, user two. It's not right. Go ahead. Do your do your do your. You're the you're the pepsi generation is what i understood the that's lyrics. right there's more what's the rest of it that i cannot tell you at this time <laughs> use a 1.5 only if you haven't cheated go ahead and try give it your best shot what are the lyrics to the pepsi jingle to the tune of billy jean i already looked it up don't she's even basically it. saying what's don't been done can't it. be undone <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even sing it Go don't even sing, sing it for girl give it don't even sing it a five six <laughs> a five six seven eight uh you're the pepsi generation now you're looking at notes too because down that takes the thrill of the day and feel the Pepsi way. The lyrics are You're a whole new generation. You're dancing through the day. You're grabbing for the magic on the run. You're a whole new generation. You're loving what you do. Put a Pepsi in the motion. Loving what you do. The choice is up to you. Choice is up to you. Hey, hey. You're the Pepsi generation. Guzzle down and taste the thrill of the day and feel the Pepsi way. Taste the thrill of the day and feel the Pepsi way. That's what he said. That's what Michael said. Hey, 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 hey. He said, guzzle you the down the, the thrill. thrill. Do you the thrill of the day? Guzzle down the thrill. I sure would. Oh, wait a minute. It's the taste the thrill. Guzzle down and taste the thrill of the day. Guzzle down and taste, taste the thrill of the day. Ah, that's what Megan would say. Uh-huh, that's what Megan would say. Ah, okay. So those are the lyrics. Pepsi was sold at that point. They were like, oh, Michael said he could do that for us. Oh, we got it. So we get a string of Pepsi commercials. So first, users, let's decide before we even get into it. We've seen these commercials in time. We're going to rank them by era. And then we're going to break down the commercials in that era. So you have, first of all, the Thriller era or New Generation era, which includes the Jackson Brothers is a part of the commercials. We have the Bad era, which is essentially the Chase commercials, that whole action sequence. It's about, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 minutes long. And then we have the Dangerous era, which famously has clips of imagery from the album cover of dangerous in the commercial as well as the commercial that uses the song i'll be there with michael and little michael singing user two which era had the best commercials which one had the least best commercials the original set of pepsi commercials are my favorite up until michael's unfortunate accident yeah i'm with the early 80s pepsi then what you got what's the second best set Second best set would probably be the chase. And that's just because of the outfits. I don't think Ooh, killed the fits. Yeah. Yeah. Michael's fits in that commercial, a little untraditional, but I enjoyed them. 
And at that point, Michael was obsessed with people being obsessed with him, and he loved a good chase sequence. We got a chase sequence in uh, Moonwalker, and we get a chase sequence here. So, yeah, I like that part. I didn't necessarily like the I'll be there commercial. Very weird. Didn't love it. If somebody tried to remake it today, maybe it'd be less weird, except Michael can't be there. But I would, if you could use that footage and make the superimposed Michael less sketchy, like Casper the ghost, um, yeah, maybe that would be okay. All right. So you're going in chronological order. User 1.5, what about you? Do you agree or would you rearrange that, those three? Eras? So I would, I would rearrange. I definitely think that the thriller era commercials, the original ones with the brothers in it as well was a great commercial. That, those are the greatest ones. Uh, and then I actually like the Dangerous Era commercials. Uh, so I like the the one that user two said she doesn't like. I actually think it's cute with the little boy and Michael sitting at the piano playing. And I also think that whatever he did with who is it in that commercial is better than the actual who is it music video. Just saying. Now you said something right That's there fine. for real. Mm. So uh, he should have probably stuck with that in the video. Yeah, in the, the red dress. No, I don't think so. No, we don't know that girl. And then the, that whole that chase, girl? that chase sequence, that feels to me a lot like uh, that that song. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, Speed Demon. The, Speed Demon. Yeah, That's it what gave that me feels Speed like. Demon yeah. vibes too. Yeah. It definitely gave me, I was like, y'all already did, we already did this. Right. Reporters chasing him and all this other stuff. Yeah. So you would go dangerous, then thriller era, then the bad sequence of commercials. Okay. I would go, the bad sequence was the best. And let me pivot off of what user two was saying. I thought the outfits were really good. I thought it was shot very well. There's a Ferrari in the, in the set. He flies in it. I'm going to go ahead and let the bad sequence. It played itself out better than the others. Like it was a full thing and then they chopped it. Right. Then I would go back to the thriller era ones with his brothers. I loved the live shots of them on stage singing and dancing to like the crowd. I really like that. And then and then I would go to the dangerous because it wasn't that much content in those. It was just really two and one that people really talked about. And even that one, which I actually liked, had a level of controversy around it that didn't didn't necessarily help put it in a place that was the most exciting but I did like the concept of Michael as an adult and Michael as a boy and him having that moment of considering his entire career in life and I like that kind of thing but let's kind of break it down let's start with the commercials that started the whole thing off with the brothers did we need the brothers or do we not need the brothers what do you guys think yeah we need the brothers this was a part of their victory return package was it not they needed this to sell the tour and boy did it also a young alfonso ribeiro killing it lovely moonwalk fantastic Mm -hmm. moonwalk Mm -hmm. um and it was just really cool watching that whole sequence of them dancing in the street anytime michael's dancing in the semi moist street it's usually pretty good for the dancing so semi moist <laughs> a nice a nice light <laughs> drizzle on the ground he's gonna dance his ass off the reason i asked was where their brothers needed is because they did he did billy jean 
So it wasn't like he did it. They did. They ever did a song that was a Jackson song. <laughs> but they, they did just, what know. they do best, they which did. is background sing. Exactly. They did. So <laughs> I, 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 we always need the brothers. I'll never be like, no, Michael, you should come alone. If if it's an option for the brothers to come, they're coming. I, Put them I in the van like come. Joseph would. Yeah, I think they should come. I like. I enjoyed anytime I can see them all together looking grown. I like it because they, did. they looked real grown in these videos. They all looked beautiful. Every single one of them. Um, absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous Even black Randy. brothers. And I and especially I love especially Randy. Remember Michael said that the boys, the guys jump on the stage and always go after him or Randy? Remember he said that in the interview? <laughs> <laughs> he said the guys get on the stage too and they come for me or Randy. That's really it. Randy's that sounds eyeliner. Right. Because he got that booty. You know Randy mm-hmm. got that booty. He did. He did. <laughs> so I what I love about this commercial is that it kind of capitalizes on the pandemonium that Michael had created at that point. So you start to see how Michael's So wait a minute, which one are we talking about? We're moving past the one oh, I'm the sorry. Kids. You're talking um, about the thriller commercials or, or the, the victory era thriller yeah, era. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I love how they capitalize on the pandemonium that Michael's style had created at that point so what you get in a young alfonso dressing up like michael jackson dancing like michael jackson down the street with his friends and then coincidentally bumping into all of the jacksons it's just a statement on how many kids had that fucking red jacket they either had the beaded jacket or the thriller jacket it was everywhere and seeing kids dancing like this dress like this it was not uncommon. Michael controlled the vibe. You also see a young Brandon Adams who ended up in the Moonwalker short film. It's just a great little showcase of kids dancing like Michael. Who doesn't want to see that? That's always adorable. We still tell the kids to do Michael Jackson. My nephew loves to do the Michael Jackson. It's just, it's like the James Brown. Everybody can spin, get on the toes and do a moonwalk. It's very, very wholesome. So I think they captured that quite well in this commercial. And then the Jacksons kind of just skip off. Like, look at these, look at these chaps living after us, looking up to us. They're role models, those Jacksons brothers. I tell you. They are. I like the the kind of the battle thing. It, it, it gives me a Destiny's Child. Lose my breath. Boy. Yeah, it gives me lose my breath vibes where you battling against yourself, basically. But instead of the Jacksons battling against themselves, they were battling against the little kids. It's a it's an adorable commercial. It's really good. The the other commercial of this era, the one where infamously, I guess, Michael's hair caught on fire was the the concert commercial. It was a concert kind of setting. And you see the the guys in the back in the beginning of the commercial getting themselves together. And then they walk down the hall and then they hit the stage. That one was cool. That one, that one gives us all the feels that we need for the Jacksons as a group. Um, and I think it was nice to see Jermaine in there doing what Jermaine does best and all of the brothers in there. I think Randy was in both of these commercials as well. So they both were well done. I think they were definitely a, a byproduct of the time. Pepsi capitalized on the Jacksons and the momentum that they had uh, and the momentum that Michael had. So kudos to them. They did a great job with those. Yeah, yeah, marketing themselves. That's that's the whole that's the whole point of this thing. The Jacksons need money for their mm-hmm. tour. <laughs> the Pepsis need uh cans and hands. 
and they and, are in this video and we are gonna do this thing together and ride this bull to the end and that first iteration of commercials are very iconic because as user 1.5 said we had this whole thing about the drama and the real medical emergency of michael his hair catching on fire during the filming of one of the commercials and subsequently how he dealt with that but was able to continue his relationship with Pepsi well into the 90s. So good commercials to start it out. And they, these are the ones I think people remember the most. I don't think people think about Michael Jackson and Pepsi and necessarily think about maybe the ones in the bad era. But I, Or if you do think about it, you don't think about it before you think about the ones with the brothers and the kids and the, the uh, hair catching on fire. And that whole piece is what people I think maybe remember most about Michael and Pepsi and the partnership. I just don't see the need for all the pyrotechnics. Like even when you watch the edit, it was such an absurd amount of pyrotechnics that it wasn't even a great shot. So Pepsi really endangered Michael for no fucking reason. And I really think uh, they owe everybody an apology for their shit ho. Yeah, they apologized at the time. They wrote a check, which Michael accepted. And uh, then they moved on, you know, and Michael did, too, in a lot of ways. Michael loved some good pyro, though. He he also enjoyed that quite himself. He did. He did. We can't blame it all on Pepsi. Yeah, he, um, he an unfortunate it. accident, a very unfortunate accident. Moving into our second set of videos from Pepsi, let's talk, let's talk a, a little bit about the Dangerous Era commercials. At this point, like we said, Michael has had over, uh, you know, close to a decade worth of a relationship with this particular company. And so he's kind of in the groove of their marketing and how he, their marketing can help him. And they know how he can help them as a company as well. So looking at those two commercials, User 1.5, you said that the Pepsi commercial video with you, with who is it, was more impressive than the actual video that Michael recorded for who is it. Why is that? So why did you think they did a better job with this? What what stood out about this commercial and the imagery in it? So with this particular commercial, the who is it commercial, it's it's similar to the video. I'll give it. They got the kind of mysterious lady in the red dress. She's sipping on Pepsi. Um, there's a lot of it gives me almost like leave me alone vibes with the kind of cut and paste of the the pieces of dangerous. But it was more interesting, A, because Michael was in it from pretty much start to finish. But also because it felt like he wanted to do this. Now, whether he was contractually obligated to do it, and that's why it felt a little more uh, hands-on, that's probably it. But it doesn't seem like he was just like, put something together and we'll make it work, right? Like Pepsi held his feet to the fire. He needed to be in the commercial, even if he wasn't going to hold the product or drink the product. And so I think that's why this particular commercial is more interesting than the actual short film because Michael was in it and Michael was engaged. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. I really enjoyed how the dangerous album cover came to life in this commercial. I almost wish this commercial, like you said, was a video, which just the album cover coming to life. Like that album cover does a whole lot. And Pepsi took that whole lot and then put it in film form. I thought that was really cool. The dreams commercial. This is the one with Tatiana in the red dress, right? There's a late, there is a woman in a, a red dress. <laughs> I, I do not believe it is Tatiana. Are you sure? It's really I not. mean, we can give her a call later. 
it's it's a it's not a light-skinned black lady i I believe it's a caucasian woman yeah i think that's right i thought that was tatiana dead ass um tatiana got fired previously and was not employed by the michael jackson estate again so what you're saying is she was well past gone at this Mm -hmm. point i do think this was a great concept and it's wild that it wasn't used outside of the pepsi commercial moving from that one the one that i think people more remember definitely have more conversation around it michael famously talked about it in his interview with oprah is the i'll be there pepsi commercial during the dangerous era and and that's the one where we have little michael jackson and a grown man michael jackson at the piano michael singing i'll be there with uh what is supposed to represent him in his younger years also in the commercial kind of like a look back on his life and his career and reminiscing in that in that way Uh, so before we get to the drama user two did not like this commercial why don't you like it the concept is great the mood and the aesthetics are beautiful it's just a little too deep for a pepsi commercial for me and the little baby michael was a bit frightening and i blame that on the technology of the era but it was very unsettling to me to imagine Michael's younger self and older self in the same space. <laughs> it's, a, it's an okay commercial. I don't hate it. Oh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I liked the idea that you had Michael at a piano in a room and little Michael is advancing towards his older self, the current Michael, but he never gets there, right? So it really is Michael taking a look back at himself, his life, his career through this song that is arguably one of the most important songs Michael Jackson ever recorded. I really enjoyed that commercial. The drama around it obviously was the idea that a lot of, and I saw this in just doing a little research for this part, a lot of the news and record out of Greensboro picked the story up. So God, better say what that is. Um, Seriously? Seriously. You know, you big time on Greensboro, North Carolina pick up the story. Yeah, this was a story that, I say news and record, that's a local paper to us, but this story got picked up around the world that Michael Jackson wanted a little white boy to play him in this Pepsi commercial. And Michael went so far as to go on Oprah. Oprah asked him about it and he said, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm very proud of who I am. And that's crazy. What what I ended up digging across online was this idea, and I'll link this clip. And so essentially a white boy allegedly was used to do the movement of Michael to be Michael, but then they use technology to make the physical, the facial recognition for it to look like Michael. Do you guys think that sounds allegedly. like Allegedly. This is allegedly. If, and if anybody has more info on this story, I'd love to hear about it. Point me in the direction of where you found more information. This is what I found. I don't know what's true or not true. The story I saw was allegedly quoting us Pepsi spokesperson who said, hey, it's not a big deal. This is how we did it. What do you guys think? Do you think it could be true? And two, if even if it were true, do you think people were making too big of a deal out of it? <laughs> yes, I know. So um, do I think it's a possibility that that actually happened? Sure. I've been in situations where unfortunate things like that happen and you look back and you're like, Ugh, we could have done a better job of preventing something goofy like that from happening. Um, 
it's pretty easy to imagine people in Pepsi working in silos, getting to the set, realizing, hey, so we don't have a black child for this. Okay, well, what are we going to do? The allegations that they had a black kid and that that black kid was pulled out in favor of a white kid who moved more like Michael and was more fluid in movement. And again, I will link you guys to where I'm getting that. There's not a whole lot of information that I found about it, but that's kind of how this story is rolling. So by the time we get to Oprah, Oprah's asking, you know, is this the truth? So here's how that story gets some legs. I think what Michael said was true. Why would he want a white kid to it? The story kind of moved like he wants to look like a white kid as a child, which is not what he was in. In the instance, we're saying that a white child was used. That was not still the intent of it. Correct. So use a 1.5. Same question to you. So, I mean, it is entirely possible that a little white child was used to play Michael Jackson. It's really hard to tell in the the actual commercial whether the child is white, black or other, because he's almost in the shadows. You see the, the you know, you see the Afro, but Michael is really the, the centerpiece of the of the commercial. Um, if it is true, Pepsi maybe should have done a better job in, in the interest of uh, racial equality. Uh, and because Michael was a black man, should they have cast the maybe not so good little black child? Sure, because it's not like he was actually doing a dance sequence or anything. He was pretty much just standing there. So should they have done better? Yes. I don't know that. I don't know what the truth is. Like you said, we don't know what the truth is. I think people were going to make a big deal out of anything Michael did and take whatever story and run with it regardless. At the end of the day, it's Pepsi's commercial and Pepsi's decision. So I, I, I think Michael got a little too much flack for that, that he didn't deserve. Uh, and I honestly don't think it's a super big deal. Now, 2021, you know, we, we could do better. I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal because part of the reason why the little kid stresses me out is because it doesn't move like little Michael and I'm just like maybe it's because it's a little white boy (laughs) he got no soul it's an interesting sort of piece because again it took what otherwise would have been like you said a very sentimental and uh heart pulling at your heartstrings sort of looking back not just for Michael people who are Michael's age are looking back over those years in their lives too in this side this commercial and it takes the focus off of how good the commercial was which I thought was a good commercial onto something that just adds a level of drama that no one wants I think overall we felt that this was a a stretch in this era not too many commercials because uh, unfortunately as the allegations rolled out Michael ended up being dropped by Pepsi at that point and so that partnership ended and it never picked back up again but before that happened in between sandwiched in between this and then the generation the new generation of pepsi with the brothers is a sequence that pepsi did for the bad tour which we all know pepsi was the sponsor of the bad tour there was a whole action mini movie sequence and inside of that it was quite a long sequence broken down into four main parts the chase the chopper the museum and the finale use a what do you think about these short films that came out of, well, I don't, I don't call them short films. These, what they call them, vignettes came uh, out of for, for Michael Jackson and Pepsi during this time. You said his style, his look was really A+. plus. I think this was the best style look for him of all three eras. He was like in his bag for bad. 
yeah, I think he felt comfortable trying some looks that he hadn't been showing at that point. So um, it was nice and fashionable. Very, very fashionable. I agree. I think he looked great. Like he was at his prime, I think at his peak of his, his, as an entertainer, his look, his sound, his movement. I think everything kind of converges at its best during the bad era. And that includes these Pepsi commercials. The, the imagery in this set is quite all over the place. So we have a uh, Looking for Me 1987 commercial where the little boy is in Michael Jackson's dressing room and Michael is nowhere to be found. He's trying on Michael's clothes, hat, sunglasses, everything. And Michael shows up and is like, hey, you're looking for me. That, that moves into the whole chase sequence where you have Michael performing on stage. And then the next thing you know, he's trying to get away from adoring fans and from reporters. He ends up jumping off a building into a helicopter. He's running from the fans. He's driving a Ferrari. He's dancing. He's, uh, he's on skis at one point. Did y'all catch that? Well, he's on the skis. He's on skis at one point. He's flying through the sky. He's parachuting to the ground. He's back on stage. Is that too much? Or <laughs> did they just take it for all it's worth to try to draw out how they could market themselves by using Michael Jackson? It was too much. It was way too much. I don't think way it too was much. too much. I think, I think he gave them, he gave them what LA Gear wanted. LA Gear wish they could have got that chase and that helicopter and the museum and all that other stuff. He gave them like a full thing. I don't think it was too much. What do you think, User Two? <laughs> it's too much. It really was. At oh, this man, point, Michael was just using budget. So, what well, if it's there? Spend it. That's what, what would, I would. What do. would Jermaine do? Spend it. These are some spending dudes. They gonna spend it, and that's that. So that's our take on the pepsi commercials we're wrapping up that is day seven of the black jackson state 12 days of christmas you guys come back and hang out with us tomorrow for day eight and happy holidays merry christmas